If you've made it this far, you're one radical son of a bitch. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. 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 Mm-hmm. Good. I'm rad. I'm rad. I'm staunch. I'm staunch. I'm righteous. <laughs> yes, Brett's in the lead already. Okay. That's <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> I am your host, Stevie. Welcome to Spoilers. And today we are discussing the 1991 classic, some would say masterpiece, Point Break. Um, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves starting from, let's go east to west. Who's the most eastest? Jordan. Jode. That'd be me, Stevie. Okay, let's uh, introduce yourself. And um, James Cameron produced this movie. What's your least favorite James Cameron movie? Sure. Uh, yeah, this is Jordan. I'm recording from North Carolina. I haven't seen a ton of James Cameron Cameron movies. Good for you. Good for you. I, like I haven't seen like isn't Titanic his movie? I haven't seen that. Yeah. I, um, I guess probably Avatar because that's one of the few that I've seen that I think is just pretty overrated, but. Solid no, choice. No, no staunch opinions on uh, James Cameron. <laughs> Way to, yeah, smooth. <laughs> tie game, tie game. All right, who's next? <laughs> uh, probably me, I guess. Staunch Brett. Staunch Brett, what's yeah. up? What's up, guys? This is, this is Brett. I'm in uh, Fort Wayne. Yeah, so. I don't have... Uh, Okay, what's your favorite I'm, I'm looking, James Cameron I'm movie? Through, um, Terminator. The first and one? Yes, I heard the spoilers review, so. It wasn't kind, Aliens Brett. is pretty good, too. It was not kind. Oh, I know. It's not, I got mad at you guys. I didn't listen for like months. <laughs> <laughs> I've, gotten, I've gotten mad at you during two podcasts, Terminator and Cool Runnings. <laughs> Hans Zimmer's best but, work. Uh, let's see. Mikey? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mikey, recording out of Valcart. Um. I agree with Jordan. Avatar is not that good of a movie, but I do like Terminator. Terminator's pretty good. So solid. I also agree with Brett. You the man, Mikey. Staunch opinion, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Josh. Uh, I'm from Goshen. Prana Part Two: The Spawning's got to be his mm-hmm. worst. I'm looking at his IMDb. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Sounds horrible though. Um, I I really liked what you said at the beginning of the pod though, Stevie. If, if anyone's made it this long, like with us, spoilers because this is like episode one sixty eight. Like we're getting close to two hundred. 170? 171. Incredibles is one sixty nine, and we talked about that extensively <laughs> on that podcast. Well, sorry, I haven't listened to that one yet, as it's not released at the time of this recording. But um, yeah, I, I, you can go to the next person. I think that's me, Pappy. <laughs> My Pappy. I'm coming from Denver, Colorado. I'm the most west of everybody, and I had famously never seen a James Cameron movie when this podcast started. But since then, I've seen Terminator with you, Stevie, and we talked about that. It's a terrible movie. And then I saw Titanic, which, believe it or not, I liked le- least. Then Terminator. So I would say Titanic <laughs> is his worst movie. And it's super long. I can't believe you saw so it. very long. I thought I'd never live the day to hear you say you saw it. I finished the AFI 100. I saw all of those movies. Did and you... Titanic was unfortunately one of them's movies. What was your least favorite? 
Titanic. <laughs> you know, out of all the Quite AFI? Clear. Yes, out of, out of, out of, out of all, all 100 movies. Oh, man. <laughs> what was next fa- least favorite? <laughs> next least favorite was probably D.W. Griffith's three-hour silent film, Intolerance. <laughs> which I'd rather watch than Titanic. <laughs> God damn. That was a young Leo. A spry Leo. <laughs> Very spry. Why are you talking about James Cameron, Stevie, our host? Because he Isn't co-wrote the screenplay with his ex-wife, Catherine Bigelow, and he produced this movie. And it makes me sad that I like something that's attached to James Cameron. <laughs> Is that a good you enough like- explanation for you, Pap? No, no, I was just trying to tra- like, transition over to you. You, but- like, you like Aliens too, didn't you, Stevie? Aliens? Yeah, it's the best alien by far. James Cameron wrote it that It still movie. makes me sad, Brett. Okay. <laughs> God, it's a staunch opinion. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into Point Break. Um, a, tw- a young 25-year-old Keanu Reeves, <laughs> ex-all-conference quarterback, as me and Pappy were talking about earlier. Who says all-conference? It's a, Nobody says it's a staunch honor to be all-conference quarterback. <laughs> I was, Isn't like, that like a high school term? <laughs> yeah, kind of. all all conference, all district, all state. People use it in college too. It's just not as good as all American. How is he a young twenty-five? He's actually twenty-five in this movie. What are you getting at? You said he was a young twenty-five. I'm confused. Well, I mean, it's weird to look at me like Keanu Reeves looks so young and Sal so young, and also, how did he make it in the FBI so quickly? The timeline doesn't add up. Why doesn't it add he up? Because goes Pat? to law school. Well, like, okay, let's say he was, quote-unquote, all-conference, which I, I think that if you watch that part of the movie back, Patrick Swayze's lips clearly say Heisman, and they had to ADR, <laughs> ADR over that shit because it's probably, like, trademarked or something. They didn't want to end up bank-robbing movie. But uh, it, it wouldn't make sense because he's, like, all-conference. Then he, like, misses his window by two years, then graduates undergraduate, then goes to law school, then graduates top of his class or whatever. Top 2%. Quantico, top 2%. Yeah, and then... I, don't, I feel like by that time, you'd have to be at least 28, 29, 30, right? I staunchly disagree with that. Why, Brett? Why? God damn it. I don't know. Just If you're smart and you're good and you're athletic and you are natural at it, I'm sure you can get through all that stuff. Leave college at 21, law school, law school two, three change, years. Though. But I guess what? in this scenario, then he would have had to have been like the all Big Ten first all team conference. when he was 18 years old. And that would mean that he just gave up on his football career after that. Wasn't, that doesn't make any sense. Wasn't law school a lie, though? Wasn't that his cover story? That's what I said. That's what I, I, I said that's earlier. That's how he got into Quantico. Special Agent John Utah, day number one in L.A. Welcome aboard. You're going over your personnel record. Very impressive. Thank you. You may very well have been in the top 2% of your class at Quantico, but quite frankly, son, out here you have exactly zero hours of experience in the field. You know nothing. In fact, you know less than nothing. If you even knew that you knew nothing, that'd be something, but you don't. Yes, sir. You need a solid breakfast, Utah? Or that he at least, not necessarily a lawyer, he just went to law school. I think you got to do something in justice or something to get into the FBI. I love how of all the things that don't make sense in the movie we're caught up on, like his <laughs> year in law, years in law school. What, what do you think Johnny Utah's undergraduate degree was in? What did he... Well, if he went to North Carolina, it was probably book reading. <laughs> Arts and humanities. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. We can edit that out if we want. African American yeah. studies. Um, 
but yeah, he uh, he's brand new to the force. He gets assigned to um, the bank robbery division in L.A., which he has a photographic memory and just starts shouting out stats as he's walking through. Um, what's that doctor's name in Scrubs? Cox. Dr. Cox. John C. McGinley. Yeah, Dr. Cox. He was hilarious in this movie. But pretty much this is like setting up all the exposition as well as we get an awesome bank robbing scene in uh, the beginning with the ex-presidents. Brett, take us through that. Little hand says it's time to rock and roll. Everybody freeze! Everybody move! Hands up and your eyes down! Back away from the cars! Hands on your head now! Everybody up and put your desk on the floor! Move it, move it! Now, get down! What's the matter with you, people? You, out of the cubicle! Get out of my way! Now back away from the counter and get your fucking hands up! Bitch, what's the matter with you? Hey, you got your watch? Back away, keep your hands where I can see them! Hands up! Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are the ex-presidents, and we need just a few moments of your time. We've been screwing you for years, so a few more seconds shouldn't matter, now should it? On the floor, asshole. Your money's insured, so it's not worth dying for. How you doing, Dick? Just implementing our own personal plan of deregulation, Mr. President. Uh, they're just, they come in, they're all have presidential masks. Some are Democrats, some are staunch. And. <laughs> oh my God. Best usage so far. They, Command, commandingly. They yell, at pe- they yell at people, but, you know, they're kind of like, they don't seem to want to really hurt anybody, and they don't. They're kind of rounding them up in cages, just kind of <laughs> pushing them off to one side yeah. of the bank. Yep. Was this pre-heat or post-heat? Pre. This is 1991. What was heat? 94? 95. Damn. Good memory, Brett. I don't know. That, I just like the camera work a lot in the uh, beginning, like, robbery with the ex-presidents, as well as, yes. um, I mean, just for, like, long tracking shots, and just had a really good command of what they were doing. They had the really classic line in there that was like, we're the ex-presidents. We've been effing you for years. What's a few more minutes longer? I laughed. <laughs> they do all the voices, too. That's pretty cool. I like how they do that. I am not a crook. <laughs> yeah, he says that like nine times. God, so <laughs> many they times. Even, they even call themselves by their names when they're in the car. It's really weird. It, Jimmy, how much That's kind of smart, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, not using real names and stuff. It's also like a really, I don't know, kind of like... Uh, a dig at American capitalism or whatever, wearing these presidential masks or whatever. It's kind of like, they kind of have like a, a metaphor going on when they're going on these bank robberies. It's Jordan. Kind of cool. Better masks, the nuns in the town or Ugh. definitely the ex-presidents. Masks. Yeah, for sure. The presidents. Yeah. Jordan, is the town your favorite bank robbery, bank robbery movie? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Young guns. I did not feel the need to defend the town at all. It was just a choice for spoilers. You also picked heat, to be fair. You've, you did pick the best one. Movies are kind of your thing. Yeah. yeah. They're both kind of kind of westerns in their own way. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say something, Josh? I was just going to say on IMDb, I had read that the presidents in this movie actually die in the same order that the presidents die in real life. Just a little piece of trivia. They should have had one of them be Kennedy and have like a head explode <laughs> in the back. Just like that, a really explicit. <laughs> that can't be true, though, Josh. Okay. Yeah, Carter's still yeah, alive. Yeah, Carter's alive. 
Was he the last to die? No, Bodie was Reagan. Mm. Josh, you're making up trivia. Can't have that. Hey, I, I read it. Someone you're off else. the episode. Mm. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying the internet lied? <sighs> IMDb is usually was pretty IMDb safe. Fact? Yeah, it was. Who submitted that? Can you see their username? Jim uh, McMasters. Yeah, sure. I'll look it up. I'll get back to you. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> but Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah, is assigned to uh, his partner, Gary Busey, a.k.a. Pappas, which we have a pappy on here. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. He- I love that scene, too. <laughs> Gary Busey's <laughs> bitching about having to dive in the pool. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Could you guys do that? What is that exercise? Picking up bricks, Is that in case you're like, trapped underwater and need to find a key <laughs> and you can't see? <laughs> it's the early 90s they just do whatever they want for like exercise it's just like oh this seems hard like let's do that for exercise and training another classic another classic fbi training <laughs> exercise is getting chased by a dog <laughs> the drill instructor was like pappas give me two bricks <laughs> give me two. <laughs> but he's way over the hill um a lot of his uh coworkers around him don't respect him did it seem like he never advanced in his career oh yeah yeah. Is that what they were kind of digging at? Doing rap bank robbery for 22 years is not a very good thing. Yeah. I can't. Well, they said uh, he was kind of like a laughingstock after he suggested that these guys were surfers that like was a his, couple years before. Yeah, that was his crackpot theory. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Utah. Well, in like the opening scene, John C. McGinley's like, we don't smoke and we don't drink. And we see Gary Busey both smoke cigars <laughs> constantly throughout this movie <laughs> and chug Jack Daniels on the job <laughs> while they're trying to solve the case. And eat and eat meatball subs. Yeah. At one point, they're eating Chinese and drinking Coronas yeah, Chinese, yeah. in the yeah in the <laughs> cops' office and surfing on desks. <laughs> I do have an IMDb update for those interested. Uh, Jim McMaster's I, update? No, no, no. <laughs> the IMDb breaking news that that false piece of trivia I gave was actually my fault. The trivia is that the members are killed in the order of which the presidents actually served in office. Uh, oh, that makes, sense. Okay, this makes way sense. more sense. Uh, so. Totally my bad. You're back on the episode, Josh. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> but one of my favorite scenes of this whole movie is when Utah is very – he's brand new. And they say there's a drop car. And Johnny Utah says, like, we'll cover it. We'll cover it. Much to Gary Busey's dismay. Uh, Pappy, you want to break down this scene for us? I just found it absolutely hilarious. What am I thinking? If you couldn't crack it with all your years of experience, it's impossible to conceive that I might have something to offer, right? Well, maybe I can do better than some over-the-hill burnout. Hey, watch your mouth. Maybe you ought to just take some early retirement right now and get some rent-a-cop night security job. Tell Nam stories. Listen, you snot, those little shit. I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face. You mad? Yeah, I'm mad. Good and mad, Dad. What do you want to do about it? Feels good, doesn't it? Like you're still alive, right? Yeah! Well, since you're still alive and you're not in the box just yet, why don't you tell me this theory of yours and we'll go get these guys? Like when they're up on Mulholland Drive, yes. actually with the car? Yes. Okay, so they, yeah, they, they're investigating the car and Gary Busey's super annoyed that they're having to, like, do their job. And, uh, they're, like, analyzing, like, the back sweat and everything. Keanu's got, like, a flashlight poking in the car. And, uh, Gary Busey kind of, like says, oh, I, this isn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> Keanu uh, gets in his face and gets him all riled up and says something like, oh, maybe when I'm old like you, man, I'll quit. <laughs> and they just start screaming at each other. <laughs> Does it feel good? 
<laughs> yeah. This is how he riled up his teammates on Ohio State. Yeah, like, in the meantime, like the regular yeah. FBI agents are like looking over at them while they're still doing their jobs. Like, what the fuck are these guys doing? <laughs> yeah, my favorite line from that part is when he's like, Are you angry? Yeah. Does it make you feel good? And Gabe Buse is like, Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> so weird. There's also great subtlety where it's like all the CSI, like all the photographers are just staring at them, like, what in the yeah, fuck are they doing? They keep looking over, like, what the <laughs> Was this, was anything found in this car? Was this where the sex wax was found, or is that just a previous crime scene? He had that, he had that, uh, he'd been researching it for a while. He said he became an yeah. expert on wax, so. Mm hmm. Did they pull some sand or something? I don't know. I, I think, think they did some like gas chromatography and got like the chemical makeup and that's kind of how they started. Started on the hair, like the hair chase. Yeah. Which just seems really dumb, but yeah. <laughs> they could have gotten hair so much easier. Can we talk exactly. about that? Those scenes are so <laughs> cheesy. Wait, wait. How would they get hair easier? Like, I don't know. Grab it off of their towel when they go yeah, surf. Yeah, you can or- find a hair. <laughs> Watch out, bro. You had something in your ear. (laughs) Gary Busey literally goes behind the guy with the biggest fro in the world and just chops off his hair. This is how you get a hair, Jordan. Watch where a person is when they leave. Go to where they were and find the hair. (laughs) You don't go up to him and act like there's a leech on their ear. And like, is that what he was doing to his buddy? He's like, you have a sucker on you? Yeah. Gary Busey was like one step away from having gay sex with a surfer guy <laughs> to get a hair. <laughs> Have any of you guys ever surfed? Heck no. No. Sharks. Yeah, ocean? Are you nuts? Not an ocean, no. I think this movie showed <laughs> that you don't, don't just surf. casually surf. Pappy, don't surf. Yeah, they hate you. <laughs> You'll get kicked out <laughs> of the ocean. Try, try to beat your ass, yeah. <laughs> I get beat up by Anthony Keaton. Watch out for fists. <laughs> While he's singing under the bridge. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> I should try that, actually. This the guy? Yeah. Okay. I know. This is where you tell me all about how locals rule and yuppie insects like me shouldn't be surfing the break and all that, right? <laughs> nope. That would be a waste of time. <laughs> We're just gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm not a huge Chili Pepper fan. Like, when he was in this movie, were they pretty big or are they still up and coming? I think this is right after Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I think that was 90. Yeah, okay. they were giving it away at that point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Was that him? Oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize that. He looked just like Trevor from um, Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park <laughs> Boys? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> in this That's movie, funny. I thought he looked just like Trevor. <laughs> do this what do you guys but, think uh, of his acting performance because we talked about david bowie in labyrinth as far as musicians acting not the best classic well he only had like one lines like we're just gonna fuck you up or something i was like <laughs> well he got lines? shot in the foot and he has like a close-up yeah, he, sc- he was screaming in the bedroom too so his bulge was significantly less prominent than david bowie's so gotta give the nod to Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Yeah, the kind of the build up after this is awesome because like like every awesome nineties movie, there's a love story. Keanu Reeves found finds the girl that he will later become Eskimo bros with Bodie with. Patty Mayonnaise. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? Lori Petty is the voice of Patty Mayonnaise. Seriously? Yeah, 100% seriously. And she's that chick on Orange is the New Black, but most famously known for Patty Mayonnaise. Uh, or A League of Their Own. Or Free Willy, which Jordan knows. Definitely not. Yeah, Free Willy. Free Willy, you're right. But Pappy, I thought Patty Mayonnaise was a euphemism for Eskimo Brothers, and it kind of makes <laughs> sense. Oh, well, that too, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Josh, that is... You're off the pod. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Jeez. That's gross, dude. Can we edit that out? Staunch. <laughs> this is the most grossly staunch thing you've ever said on this pod. Pat said it, okay? God. <laughs> Patty Mays. <laughs> but he um, gets the license plate from who is the voice of Patty Mayonnaise, and she has a huge criminal rap sheet, and she runs around with all these surfers. <laughs> And I thought there was this great line where, like, they were going over her past to see if Johnny Utah could get it in with her. And they go, both parents deceased, died in a plane crash. And Keanu Reeves looks down at the computer screen and just goes, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. There's I'm also the part where the she's, she's, she's been arrested for indecent exposure in a car. And they're like, oh, that means she's sexual. <laughs> she's promiscuous. <laughs> Yeah, so he wants to get surf, le- surf lessons from her. Um, after learning how to surf somewhat, he goes out and tries to uh, infringe on everybody's territory. And this is where he gets uh, attacked by the four surfers, including the lead singer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Then Bodie shows up out of nowhere and saves the day. Who here just thought Roadhouse the entire time? Oh, me. I just watched it like two weeks ago. What a great movie. Like when he was doing those roundhouses, I was like, Roadhouse, Roadhouse, Roadhouse. Oh, same roundhouse for sure. (laughs) So awesome. And that's how he gets introduced into Bodie. And also there's a great save by Gary Busey in there where Johnny Utah just disappears. And a very 90s line where he's like, Johnny, do you meet a girl? Are you getting some action down there? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say his save when he's uh, realized that Johnny's in like dire straits. So he's like runs to save him. But then that Patrick says he already has. And he's like, hey, I was worried about m- my dog Skippy or something like that. No, he's like a kid stole my stereo. stereo. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Skippy's later, I guess. But yeah, speaking of Skippy, those four surfers that attacked him, <laughs> they lead back to the pretty much this crack dungeon. And they're going to do a raid on it. <laughs> oh lord who wants to talk about this amazing raid and everything it entails oh yeah what uh, oh uh have you seen my dog i got a little dog i'm missing it's a cockapoo like that he's got his nose your fucking dog oh wait wait wait, wait. colin this is utah get angelo out of there they're pulling out a fucking arsenal utah repeat say again Copy? Colin! Alvarez! Don't let him pull his badge! Fuck! I can't hear jack shit over the lawnmower. Christ! Including naked crack horse stabbing cops. I think this was my first nudity scene in film. 
Okay, Josh, you break ever. down the raid, including <laughs> a hungover and over, uh, over sex Johnny Utah. So Johnny Utah is like all tired from sex and surfing the night before. He gets there late. Just he gets in the t- S&S, man. Yeah, just in time to like get ribbed, but they're like in the middle. Almost late to your own raid. Can't believe you. <laughs> yeah, what a punk. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he joins the guys by the house. A lawnmower starts, so like communication breaks down and... Um, the guys in the house, even though it's like a crack den, they're very alert, probably because there's been Cause like... Because of, th- of the cocaine, probably. Yeah, because yeah. of the, the amphetamines, for sure. <laughs> Heavily armed. So Gary oh, yeah. Busey like breaks Indeed. in, and this guy just opens fire on him. And from then on, it's just chaos shooting and fighting, which I don't know why you guys hate it so much. It's pretty pulpy. I don't know. It's entertaining. Hey, what? I don't hate it at all. Did anybody notice that, that that woman got shot in the back like three times and she had like no wounds or blood or just kept screaming? Which one? Dude, Gary Busey saved her. The one in the lingerie? No. Sh- dude, well, I, I think you're wrong. She, Busey saved she the saved day. Him. Busey saved She saved the him. The one at the front door? Yeah. She got shot like she was times. a human shield. He used her For as sure. a human Thank shield. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> I think I think she was missed. She's just a crack horse. She's not a real I think person. I think it just looked like it went in. They were both missed. staunchly against human shields. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Jordan's taking the lead. <laughs> but yeah, everything goes to hell. Uh, Anthony Kiedis gets shot in the foot. Did he shoot himself? Yeah, he got yeah. hit by a door, yeah. and like the, the gun pointed towards the ground. I'm not even gonna lie. Seems, this build up seems was real stupid. Awesome. When I was <laughs> six years old and I saw that, it was scary. But now it was definitely an LOL moment to see Anthony Kiedis like. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome was it for you at a six year old to see a naked crack whore, though? Oh man, my mind was blown Bags. by all that stuff going on. I was like, drugs, <laughs> boobs, guns, human shields, football, <laughs> surfing. <laughs> Also, there's a great intense scene where it spills into the back, I think, with the character Warchild and Johnny Utah, where um, Warchild puts his face nearly against a lawnmower. Oh, <laughs> Got my heart racing, man. Not even going to lie. Is that what lawnmowers look like back in the day, Brett? No, we didn't have motors on ours. We just had those little rotating <laughs> blades. <laughs> yeah, I used to use a Skype, actually. We had a dinosaur that he pushed. We used to, yeah, we used to get the on the ground with scissors and just cut. <laughs> it took a day and a half. By the time we were done, it was time to mow again. For those of you new to the podcast, Brett is significantly older than the rest of us. That's not true. I'm six months old, five months older than Josh. But I will say this in college, Brett ate grass out of our lawn on multiple occasions. Oh. Not on purpose. <laughs> you made it on accident? Let's not delve into that. We're good. We're good. Joe, do you, you've played penalties, haven't you? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's too much for one pod. <laughs> I, I staunchly hate eating grass. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Oh, but that's not even the big reveal of, um, like, John, you tell him I was getting his face taken off. Who's in the house? The naked girl beating up him? No. The most successful actor who's been in and out of oh, jail his entire Tom career. Sizemore. Tom, Tom Sizemore. Sizemore. God damn, son of a bitch! I hit a cowboy's eye. I hit a real cowboy's right? Batman and Robin. You know what this is? Huh? You know what this is? Punk. There's two keys. Uncut. Crystal meth. Oh, shit. 
special ed in Utah. I'd like you to meet Agent Dietz. Works for the DEA. He was working deep cover until you... You think decided. I like this hair, man? Oh. Yeah, what a weird cameo. There's only like... I think that's all the prison would seconds. allow at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's, and he's super pissed. He's like, God damn it, I've been undercover for three months Do you think I losers. like this hair? My wife, is, <laughs> yeah. My wife wants it's me like, in the Hamptons. It's almost like, it's it's almost like, like they whole, lost the wig because like his hair looked normal. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at that going, that's a weird line for this because his hair looks extra normal nowadays. But as we move on, they realize that these hooligans are not the ex-presidents and Bodie and Johnny Utah are still becoming friends. And at this point, um, Johnny Utah probably goes to the most 90s party I can ever imagine in my life. <laughs> Where people are just like spitting out flames. There's a lot of black leather everywhere. It reminded me of Hansel's house <laughs> in Zoolander. I thought this was uh, the house Sublime lived in. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's very odd. And this is where we get our night surfing scenes. Um, what do you guys think of the, of the uh, surfing scenes all around in this movie? Because it's not. I don't consider this movie heavily like on the bank robbing as much as I do a surf movie. What do you guys think of the uh, surfing scenes? You can barely do this in broad daylight. Come on. At least nobody's gonna see how bad you are. Honestly, this night scene is so awesome. I was like getting chills because he like finally figures out how to surf and he's so jacked about it. I was like, man, that's probably exactly what surfing is like. You're gonna die. Just feel what the wave is doing. Then accept its energy, get in sync, then charge with it. You don't need to see. Yeah, right. Vision is highly overrated. Okay, Johnny, this one's got your number on it. Let's jam. Paddle. Go, boy, jam. Done. Then he bangs I'm her right after that. I'm fucking surfing! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm fucking doing it! Yeah! I had a couple bother, bothersome it. parts of it, though. You could tell it was like daylight when they for were, some like, of the they shots. They put like a filter over it. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Or like you could tell it was dawn or something. And then the other thing is like, what Mikey brings up is one of my least favorite aspects of the movie. That when they're not skydiving yet, yet. Don't and surfing... Skydiving. I'm just saying when they're doing their extreme stuff, they're like talking and carrying out conversations and it just doesn't really work like that. You can't the way just have I looked a regular at it, it was their soul speaking, Josh. Not me- it was we're meaning to hear their excited souls, not their actual words. Exactly, yeah. Ooh. Josh will never understand the spirit of the ocean. No, he'll never <laughs> understand. Did any of these people like really learn to surf? Did Keanu and that was actually Swayze, uh, Swayze surfing? Surf? 
Yeah, and really? Keanu Damn. did learn to surf and has been a surfer ever since doing this yep. film. I was going to say because it's got it's already got to be a nightmare to try and film surfing, mm. let alone actors. Like that trying scene to surf. where he's like leaning against the curl. I mean, it's, I think it's like yeah, near the beginning. I was say That's that, all Swayze. Yeah. He's a good surfer. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. But Very cool. Uh, we're moving on. No progress is made. And then they go, want to go out surfing again. And this is where the story kind of stops to make sense to me because Utah realizes uh, because who's the surfer that moons? That does the mooning. Uh, is that uh, Thug number three? I don't know. Rancho or something. <laughs> Richard Nixon. Yeah, he uh, he moons and also he realizes like how close they are when they're surfing. And it clicks in Utah's head. Well, the worst part is Patty Mayonnaise goes. Patty Patty Mayonnaise goes. It looks like you've seen a ghost, and that's like. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the ADR is Gary Busey. You've seen a ghost. <laughs> yeah, it cuts <laughs> back in time. <laughs> it's a what? what a bad I didn't cut. Like that that's much. the connection. That was super lame. <laughs> Stevie, are you really going to skip over the football scene, though? That was yeah. Cool. <sighs> Let's talk about it. Because it made me question if Keanu Reeves has ever thrown a football in his life. <laughs> who Ooh, poor form. Who wants really to break down form. the football? Actually, you know what, Josh? Break down the football scene for us. There's only a couple important aspects that we see here. Number one, Keanu Reeves, despite receiving training from UCLA's coaches, uh, does not have great form. It comes out like really low and awkward. He's a hockey player at heart, but yeah. But it seemed calm when they <laughs> Aaron Rodgers stuff. when uh, he like chases down Patrick Swayze way past <laughs> the goal line and like tackles him in the ocean. And for some reason, that's like their manly bra like come together moment. Oh. How many how many blockers are in between Johnny Utah and Bodie though? Dude. There's like oh, seven, yeah. like seven blockers. <laughs> yeah. Seven dudes. He just throws away and finally goes and tackles them into the surf. Like what? Yeah, he's just Thanosing blockers <laughs> left and right. Also, Pappy brought up a good point. It's what makes me think that James Cameron has never seen a football game. He's a quarterback, supposed to be a quarterback, but he does a lot of tackling in this movie. Like, a lot of tackling. That's a straight pappy point. No. Because you got to play both sides in a beach football game. You're not going to have, like, 44 guys out there playing. Pappy, why would a quarterback be a good tackler? Because uh, he throws a lot of interceptions. But, I mean, oh. don't you think that the, the tackling was one of the most homoerotic parts of the movie? <laughs> Without question. In the ocean, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And also the way they were looking at each other was like straight, like, I want to bang you right now. They should have just played like Chariots of Fire music. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for skipping over the football scene. I, I just wonder what happened with the grass and Brett. It's been throwing <laughs> oh, me ever God. since. <laughs> it's Pappy, really been throwing me. Pappy, I hate to like bust you out, but I'm like 99% sure Lori Petty was not Patty Mayonnaise. Google Lori Petty, Patty Mayonnaise right now. It was played by someone named Constance Schulman. 
Who's in, in the Orange. movie or in the show? Either. She was in Orange is the New Black and everything. In the show. Look, I'm reading same, it right now. The, the, I'm looking at IMDb and Wikipedia. Oh, my oh, God. You guys got two different internets. Mm. Oh, my God. Were they, Lori Petty, Panny Manny's came right up. They were Boom. both in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Mind okay, blown. This is well, all. Yeah. Well, find me Lori Petty in IMDb or Wikipedia, and then I will believe you. All right. Anyway, Continue sorry. The, the show comes grass. screeching to a like halt. Justin Bieber in Orange is the New Black. So I was eating grass and... <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Edit. Well, so much editing in this one. Oh, boy. Why? <laughs> well, Jordan really didn't like that joke I had earlier, so that's like a must edit. <laughs> so from there, we might as well edit the other ones. Like, whatever. We'll leave the patty mayonnaise joke in, Brett, uh, Josh. So, Brett, why were you eating grass? It's just some game we played, and there was something called you play a, a game, and if you lose, you had to spin a wheel or draw a card that corresponded with a penalty. Some of them were pretty stupid, and some of them were like legitimately scary. And one of them was <laughs> was, was it Josh? spiders? No, no, nothing like like the scariest one was called Berlin Body Bag. And <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you it's more terrifying than it sounds, but that's such a terrifying It sounds game. terrifying. No, no, I mean when I when you describe when you scary. describe it, you, you put uh you put blankets over someone on the ground and then everyone who's playing gets to jump on top of you for a minute and lays on top of you and you like freak out. It sucks really bad. This homo homoerotic part of the movie we were talking yeah. about really ties in nicely with the Berlin yeah. body bag. So <laughs> but one of them was you, have to, eat, you have to eat grass. And they I throw have like their a... pelvis at you over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible gag reflex. Such a punishment <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> anyway... You want to know about grass. Yeah, that's funny as hell. But <laughs> wouldn't you guys think, though, after he real, isn't it kind of protocol after you realize the people you've been buddy buddy with, or the people you're hunting? Isn't it kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to be the one to arrest these guys because then my cover would be blown? It's like iconic in that scene of Keanu Reeves. Like, well, are you talking about when he's like after the chase scene? Or no, no, this, okay. I'm just talking about when he realizes it's like, because the, the next part, like after, you know, Utah, grab me two, or Utah, get two, um, Gary Busey doesn't realize that a car pulls up to the bank and all hell's about to break loose. But like, Gary Busey's really not making a good yeah, case. Yeah, worst takeout ever, by the way. As being a good cop. He really blew it. He's the worst. But like, why would Johnny go, like, it's like, it was the biggest mistake. Why would he, like, go right after them when it's like, wow, we see Johnny Utah. He's an agent. Yeah, it's dumb. He broke his cover way too easily and way too early. And if they would have had cell phones, they would have just texted Patty Mayonnaise right away and been like, yo, your boyfriend's a fraud. But instead, Keanu goes like after that, goes there afterwards for like a booty call. I thought that was really weird. Like they know her house. He should be like lying super duper low. But, um, not to skip ahead. Sorry. Skip ahead a little bit. We get this awesome chase scene. Mikey, break it down for us. Very gritty. <laughs> this Calvin and Hobbes is funny. Oranges, sir. Take some oranges. You want some oranges? No. 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 We got a lot. We got a lot. Dollar, sir. No thanks. Good luck. God. <laughs> For a sturdy cemetery. Oh. 
It's time for lunch. Angelo, it's 10.30. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Come on, partner. Two. Thank you. Utah, get me two. Yeah, so like we were saying, um, Gary Busey is uh, neck deep in two meatball subs, <laughs> and <laughs> he misses. Those teeth got to eat, man. Yeah, he misses the car pull-up that's filled with uh, the surfer bros. Ex-presidents. Um, and then they rob the bank. The ex-presidents, and then they rob the bank, and then they take off, and uh, Johnny Utah sees sees them coming out with the guns, and they take off chasing them. And then they uh, kind of tear up a bunch of the city, and then uh, they kind of <laughs> kind of both pop their tires, so they got to ditch the car. Um, but they've the ex presidents have been torching all the cars that they exit, so that there's no evidence left behind. So they stop at a gas station, and uh, Swayze turns a gas. He goes straight Zoolander. A, it's so a, awesome. Into a fire, into a uh, flamethrower, basically, and just torches the car for probably unnecessarily too long. <laughs> he gets ditched by, <laughs> ditched by the rest of the gang in the car, and then he's just taken off on foot. And then, uh, Johnny Utah's chasing after him. He gets his head slammed in a hood and <laughs> comical fashion. And then, uh, he's chasing him through. A bunch of houses. He gets a pit bull thrown at him, <laughs> and then he kicks a pit bull. <laughs> he like punts, punts it, it. <laughs> and then uh, he uh, falls down and hurts his knee really bad. And then this is like the most iconic scene I think from the movie. Oh yeah, is uh, Swayze is pretty far away and he's climbing up a fence in the L.A. River and uh. Keanu's down on the ground, his knees busted, and he's got his gun pointed at him, and he's like about to take the shot, and he he knows it's Swayze, and he can't shoot him because he's buds now, so he just like turns his gun up straight into the air and just like screams and fires off every round. He sees those deep blue eyes. It's actually a really good scene though. It's like it's really good scene. You wouldn't shoot your buddy. But he also unloaded an your entire buddy. clip into their car. That's a really good buddy. call, Chad. Well Patrick Swayze uh, saved him earlier too. The one yeah, person was about to he was gonna get killed. Yeah. Fair so they, they love each other. That's true. <laughs> and they tackled each other into they've the shared, beach. They've shared the same woman. They're Eskimo bros. Eskimo bros. Pat, Patty Man Hedges. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new term now. <laughs> even, if, even if Floyd Petty didn't play Patty Mayonnaise, at least she gave us this. <laughs> what a gift. God. I will say this, though, with like, I do love that chasing. I just thought the camera work was outstanding, like going through the houses and kind of like, I don't know, I just. Just I like how smooth oh. it was. I guess you could say. Apparently, they rigged I hate up chase scenes so much. They rigged up. You hate chases? Why? I do car chases, foot chases? I just can't. This was stand a them. foot chase, though. Why? Yeah, it was a car chase too. It's such a weird thing to hate. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, I, I hate the most exciting parts. Of I think movies. they're so boring. The French Connection was like awesome, and the first Bourne movie was good. 
with chases, but I just okay. You're comparing them to like two of the best chase scenes of all time. No, I'm just saying I don't like them. I'm saying. How do you feel about d- the Road Runner, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I thought you liked the Last Jedi, and that's one big, long, slow chase scene. <laughs> that's pretty much all eight Star Wars movies, but. <laughs> I I don't I didn't love I don't love the Last Jedi. I just don't think it's a piece of crap like you do. Whatever. Uh, Moving yeah, on, uh, Stevie. I heard um, that for that chase scene, they rigged up like a fixed thirty-five millimeter lens with like this pyro yeah. stuff, and because Pogo because camp. the guy was just like sprinting all out trying to keep up, he couldn't like look in a monitor. So they had like this just wire hanger thing that was like a rough estimate of what the frame was he was shooting. It looked great. Yeah, so, what? Yeah, this dude's like sprinting all out, trying to keep up with them, <laughs> run, jumping over fences and stuff. It's pretty cool thought. It's awesome. God, so cool. But moving on in the story, Utah gets back to the office with a bum knee. And I love how Gary Busey's character just goes, Utah, get in here! Even though he has a like a terribly torn ACL. <laughs> So he has to limp into the office, <laughs> and he's pretty much telling like the usual undercover stuff. You're in too deep. You're in too deep. And I also like how, yeah, I like these. Like I read your report. You don't miss. He's like, what can I, I say? missed? I missed. But they should have um, flashback cut to that initial scene. Hundred <laughs> percent, Utah. <laughs> 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 Just to make it consistent. They should have been cutting like that every time there's a callback in the writing. They really should have. They really, really should have. Or was it? Gosh darn it. You interrupted and I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, my bad. Okay, so they're at the, uh, can't, um, the ex-presidents convene back to the, uh, to the beach and the fire. And they're pretty much going over the typical shtick of like, you know, Bodie's like, this is all just one giant game. His crew's like, this is life and death now. He's a federal agent. And Bodie's like, I know what to do with him. Quick cut to Johnny Utah just sleeping. Naked. I just, I just have to ask this. Has anybody ever fired a gun? Yes. Yes. Staun- no. Staunchly. Yeah. Jordan has staunchly fired guns. I will staunchly defend my ha- my home and the people I love with my gun. I'm just kidding. I do not have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Would Utah have gone deaf? Because Lori, Patty Mayonnaise... Um, Tyler <laughs> just like shoots like right above his head about four feet away. Wouldn't go deaf, but it would be really loud because that's a big gun. It's It wasn't small. It's comically big. The gun is so big it looks fake in her hands. A- am I correct in that uh, it's a hand cannon. <laughs> Johnny, Eagle. Johnny Utah and Tyler never reconcile? Like she just kind of yeah. leaves them after this, right? Well, they meet in the desert at, at the, the very end. end. Yeah, the, oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Spoiler. Spoiler. <sighs> this is spoiler. This is oh, we're spoiler. Gonna get there, Stevie, hey, Stevie, when you get to like a, I just have like a real hazy part on the thing you're about to talk about. And when you get done with it, can we like discuss Bodhi's plan? And like, does it seem weird to do the whole, maybe he won't think that we knew that we saw him type thing? It's kind of ballsy, isn't it? You're talking about the skydiving? No, well, kind of like, but they go up to him and they're like, oh, what happened to you? You cut yourself shaving? I like. It was just a a big cat and mouse game. He's playing a game. It's kind of one of those things. Patrick Swayze. 
He's but it was one of those things where it's like who's going to show their hand first? Okay, like that's my thing. It's like you they don't know that we know that they think we know. Yeah, okay, I, I get it. Keanu this was really also, weird. Keanu also tries to get his gun and doesn't wasn't able to get yeah. it in time. So. Well, because he knows they're uh, criminals. That would have changed things. Yeah, and he knows they clearly like saw his face <laughs> like ten minutes ago. Like they're yeah. mirroring each other on equal footing because it's like the fact that like what happened to you. And Johnny could have, like, I mean, stupidly just gone, you know what happened. Let's just, like, right. let's stop this right now. But, he, you know what I mean? Yeah. And well, Brody also a, lied. Brett's also discounting the fact that there are clearly lovers in this movie, and they don't want to kill each other. <laughs> they have the greatest romance in film history. For sure. So, it, this is a, a good a time as any to talk about Bodie, uh, his plan, his overall philosophy, the fact that his name is, like, a like very Buddhist reference do you guys enjoy that philosophical aspect of the movie with Patrick Swayze? Just curious. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes him extra cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does make him really cool. I mean, when I found out about the name, like it's a little on the nose, but... Sorry, Pat. What? Can, can you explain the what? name? I don't know. Yeah. What's the name? Bodhi is just... It's almost like short term for like enlightened one, kind of like Buddha is a name for that. It's... But he also calls the dude at the beach War Child. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have all these weird nicknames with surfer bros. Mm-hmm. He's like the non violent, like, loving life one. So, he is the enlightened one. And he's really good at surfing. And also really good at robbing banks, which is kind of against his keep chill philosophy, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> he's, he's also kind of like the, like, an original hipster doofus. So, he kind of, like, wants to fight against. The system. Was I the only one rooting for Bodie the whole time? Uh, I said to Brittany, I go, is it kind of weird that we're rooting for Bodie to get away? But I like, think everyone was. Yeah, he's pretty woke. Just, such a cool like villain. He's not even a villain. He's just a cool bag. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, he they loses really it towards the end. Of, yeah, they, make, they do a really good job making him likable yeah. at the beginning. Like, There's some Nazis at the beginning. who Those are the mm-hmm. ones who beat up Keanu in the shower. And like he shit talks to Nazis. Like. An, a lesser movie would have, you know, made him sympathetic to the Nazis, so he's like an extra bad guy. But he's right. like writing that and moral they want you to like line. him, yeah, for sure. And I think they did a really good job. But he really loses it towards the end. Yeah, he he's loses it totally. Slowly. Uncool. So they move, show up bro. at the house, <laughs> and <clears throat> Swayze is just like Bodie's. Like, let's do an impromptu skydiving. Let's go for it. You know, just a normal thing for people to do. And this is probably one of my favorite sequences of the whole movie. Jed, what's going on up in these scenes? You're going to jump or jerk off. Hey, that's my man. Ah, right, there you go. Woo. Yeah, let's do it. Donnie, you're about to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. How do you feel about that? Uh, they take him up into the plane and they jump out and leave uh, Utah with no um, parachute. No, no, not yet. It's not the f- yet. It's, this is the not, first did, time. Did you think his chute wasn't going to open? Like when they were going up, I knew his chute wasn't going to open. What? All right, all right. Huh? The chute. Wait, oh, the, the first time. My bad. Sorry. I thought they were screwing with him. No, the first time. Oh, yeah. the yeah. first time. No, the first Before time he, like, he knows. Yeah, yeah. He like, he's like, oh, I didn't pack my own pack, and they're like, oh, don't worry, like, we packed it for you, like record time, whatever. No, but then they and, play uh, the switcheroo game on him like four times in a yeah, row. Yeah, <laughs> five times. They're, they're tossing around bags and stuff. Just hmm. does he end back with the same? 
I don't know. Shoot. <laughs> you tell me, man. It's like a look under the cup sort of game. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Like they they dive out and he learns how to skydive really fast again. He's he, <laughs> Keanu is a quick learner. Use your arms like wings. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the camera work on those scenes was just awesome. I know it wasn't the actors, but I just thought it looked really cool up there, and it made me want to skydive really badly. No. Dude, I don't know. Like, that last uh, parachute scene, it really looks like Patrick Swayze is falling out of that plane. Swayze yeah, does that. He does do one actual He does dive. one. I think it's that yeah. one. Jesus Christ, Patrick Swayze is awesome <laughs> as fuck. Dude, he is, he he is Bodhi. Would you guys skydive? Nope. Fuck yeah. no. That is insane. Never, never, never. Heartbeat. That'd be fun. Well, I'm well, of course, probably going to do it by the end of this summer. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Then, I that, talked to Mikey about it. He's like, no. That never. That needs to be content. One of the things that yeah. sucks about... <laughs> yeah, can you pod from 20,000 feet in the air? <laughs> I want to go 30,000, Mikey. I just want to go so badly. Well, that's what you alluded to earlier, that we couldn't do a podcast while we skydive because it is actually impossible to talk <laughs> while you're skydiving. <laughs> your voice is like 20 feet behind you by the time it comes <laughs> out of your legs. <laughs> Such a delay. <laughs> but after these awesome skydiving sequences, they land back and Bodie reveals that, like, hey, man. We know, and I want to show you something. That's my and favorite that's what, scene in the whole movie. Break it down, Brett. Like, he takes him to the van, and he's like, I'm going to show you something. He's like, he basically he's like, say it's going to be pretty hard. He shows him that uh, Lori, not Patty Mayonnaise Petty, <laughs> is on TV, and uh, she's been kidnapped by uh, Rosie, which I thought was funny. His name's Rosie. Her name's uh, Tyler, but, you know, either way. And then he goes into like his whole kind of Josh was talking about earlier. He's got this little philosophy and he basically says that Rosie, while he's like in his crew, he can't, he almost can't stand having him around, but he needs guys like that because he's anti-violence and Rosie's kind of a nut type, job. Yeah. Kind of, he kind of alluded to the fact that he's kind of psychotic, but like, you know, he needs that kind of person in his crew to do stuff like that and that he's totally against that ideology of violence but again it's kind of a means to an end and he is willing to do it just to get what he wants also in that scene uh he plays this tape on this like vcr thing in the back seat it looks jordan, great it aged very jordan, well i think we had that in our parents van do you, do you know what i'm talking about it's like that say it's like a three foot tall <laughs> oh with God. like a three inch screen VCR. We, had, we had one too we had the carriage we had the carriage van oh yeah what if a, it's like in between the seats there yeah yeah what a relic mm, i forgot about that <laughs> but fearing out of love that uh petty mayonnaise will be murdered by rosie Johnny is coaxed into robbing a bank with the ex-presidents. And th- a lot of things go different this time for the fact that there's two cops, or one's undercover, one showing on the ground, and then Bodie goes for the vault this time. Why do you think he went for the vault? I was kind of confused by this. La- last time ride, maybe, just riding it out. I don't know. Again, and as kind of Mike and I were saying, he kind of started to lose his mind a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he if he's going to start breaking the rules, I think he should have let his ex-presidents know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 
as soon as they jump in there, he's like, well, now we're robbing the vault. I don't know if he was doing it just to like fuck with Keanu or something, just to get him. Kind of rub it in his in face this. almost like the time yeah. we robbed the vault and FBI, FBI agent's going to be here. Also, it's adrenaline, like extra adrenaline for him. And he's an adrenaline junkie. He is an adrenaline junkie. He does have a line a almost directly preceding that scene where he tells the crew in that conversation about like continuing on their path that. Now that they know they're being tracked by the FBI, the stakes are bigger and they have to go bigger. So that's how I, it's all the things you said plus that, I think. But keep in mind that they're robbing banks just so they can have an endless summer and not pay any bills. <laughs> pretty much the whole point of them robbing banks. It seems like the whole yeah, that's what Buddha did. Strategy to just rob the drawer isn't worth it. Like why even hit up a bank at that point? Just go to like a convenience store or something. What are you like? What are they getting from the drawers? A couple thousand? Yeah, it's way more it's than like you'd get. It's, it's way more than you'd get from like a Seven Eleven, though. Yeah, for Maybe. sure. And this know. is nineteen ninety one money, so that's like a couple ten thousand if you think about it. Oh god, mm. that's yeah, true. You, you would know. It's a million dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is going to start doing the when I was your age, uh, <laughs> but everything goes wrong. Um, Gromit gets shot. Keanu gets shot. Uh, Brody gets shot. Does everyone get shot in this scene? <laughs> the cop gets shot. Well, yeah. Uh, Bodie. Oh, uh, man, this cop is so dumb. Yeah, Bodie yeah, kills dumb, that man. cop and makes him slide like Duck You Sucker about 10 feet away. <laughs> Stevie. What's up? Do you think that the drug bust that was fucked up, like, or the, the undercover drug guy, it's kind of like a parallel to how this goes bad with the cop? You know what I mean? Like the cop kind of ruins things. Hmm. So what you're saying is cops need to stop being places and everything would be okay. Well, it's like, it's like classic, like there's two bus or two situations that are right. One's off duty, one's undercover and they both screw everything. They're fucked up by like, yeah, different departments of law enforcement, not communicating that that was kind of interesting. Well, the guy who's the guy who's blatantly like a security guard. He he's doesn't like, want no part yeah, of it. He's, not he's like, anything. no, that's a dumb idea. And then the under- undercover cop is like, I'm going for well, it. He shoots Keanu <laughs> after he like, holds up his badge. He's like, FBI. And bam. <laughs> so how long did you do that? It's like so <laughs> yeah, dumb. This is part of, <laughs> Terrible yeah, this is part plan. of James Cameron's staunch Republican small government lie sort of <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. Is, is James Cameron staunch? I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's not like him. James Cameron's pro-cage. But, um, yeah, Gromit uh, Gromit dies on the scene. Um, That off-duty officer dies on the scene. And Bodhi's super ticked, so he knocks Keanu Reeves out before he leaves the bank. And when Keanu awakes, he's being arrested for helping, being accessory to murder and also helping with the bank robbery. And this is where Gary Busey breaks all the rules. Like, if he didn't die by the end of this movie, he was going to jail for a long time. So, Dr. Cox shows up and starts to ream him. And Gary Busey says something along the line of, like, I've been here for 22 years and never advanced one step in my ladder position. And I have something to say to you. He goes, I learned something that you never did. And he's like, what? And he knocks out Dr. Cox and says, respecting my elders. Josh and Brett, did you guys love that scene? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas Gary Busey is 22 years older than Utah, we don't have that much more experience than you. But you bring up Stevie, like, this was the worst, 
like least made sense part of the movie for me because it's just breaking all well, the yeah, rules. he breaks all the rules but also they're arresting johnny utah but then the next time you see him he's like all good high ranking fbi agent again yeah i'm still traveling <laughs> well right because i mean johnny utah should be going to like jail or prison at least and Gary Busey just walks him out the front door and uncuffs him. He's like, let's go get these bad guys. Yeah, he like... And that's when... Oh, yeah. Sorry. What's up? I was just going to say, it's like multiple people would have stopped Gary Busey from getting to the car with Johnny Utah, the prime suspect in this bank robbery at the time. <laughs> yeah. it. They're like, oh, yeah, he's good. Just let him go. And they go to the airport. Uh... More shootouts occurred, and this is sadly where Gary Busey dies. Anybody else? Anybody else uh, sad to see him go? I was pretty. Sad. Just get shotgun in the back like that, all cheap, like yeah, deserve better. I think my memory much of better. this movie Meh. was that he lived, because <laughs> I think the last time I saw it was when I was six or seven or whatever, and I think they never showed him. Yeah, dying. well, I think I asked my parents <laughs> later, and they're like, "Yeah, he he lives, son. He lives." <laughs> I watched this, Josh. I watched this with you in the dugout once. Cool story. So I think we watched that. No, I'm just saying. I don't think it's been that long since Josh watched it. Oh, I think you say when he first watched it, and he was like, a, a, you know, a we were chap. yeah, we were like 18 when it came out. I think <laughs> almost seeing it actually like watching it in full, Brett, is different than having it on while partying at the dugout. That's true. That's this true. movie also got a shit ton of TV airtime during so the much. Like, true, it was on TV all the time, like TNT, those kind of channels. Almost solely because of Matrix, <laughs> I would have to say. Like it brought you me like blame it. It's pretty <laughs> awesome, even if it's a movie cut. I mean, there's still a lot. <laughs> Definitely, going on. I, I just think Keanu Reeves is. You so could have an awesome hot. Sunday watching nothing but Keanu movies. Honestly, yeah, exactly. it's a prequel. Nineties like, Keanu was awesome. Agreed, it's a yes. prequel to Fast and Furious. Like it's. It's okay, first off, Fast and Furious is a direct ripoff of this movie, and it makes me so angry. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's they like both yeah. drink Coronas. Someone went to like someone pitched the idea. It's Point Break, but with cars, and they made billions from it. Thank God they and didn't. T- make and point TNT breaks. continues to show <laughs> fucking Fast and Furious every weekend. So just need Keanu Reeves saying "Family." Family. <laughs> 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 But um, <laughs> another one of uh, Bodie's men goes down. One of them's also shot. So uh, Bodie and his shot comrade, as well as Keanu, get in the plane, leaving dead Gary Busey behind as cops are tailing. And this part's getting kind of I mean, it wasn't sad, but like this dude's bleeding out, obviously. I thought it was hilarious how Bodie the whole time was like, you're going to live, man. You're going to live. He's like, I'm cold, Bodie. That's nothing. It's natural. Yeah. And then Johnny Utah finally breaks the news to him, like, hey, Savage. man, you're, you're going to die. This is like yeah, his you're getting biggest, cold because the blood's leaving your body. Yeah, that was like his biggest dick moment for sure. Totally unnecessary. <laughs> that was his like former friend, and now he's rubbing it in his face. He's about to die. He's like, is it is yeah, it I, worth it? Like, great told you so moment, buddy. That's so <laughs> non totally so. They kidnapped his girlfriend and like tried to... And kill people and stuff. So they I killed Gary somewhat, Busey, man. Yeah, he he. Le- no sympathy for the guy bleeding. Now they shot killed Gary Busey. Busey. That's what you get for robbing banks, goofus. Mm-hmm. 
It all started out with well, a marijuana cigarette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is that scene that all kind of started out. You guys are talking about where uh, Bodhi drags the dude who's bleeding out to the edge and pretty much hurls him out with all the money. And Bodhi and Johnny Utah kind of have one lasting, you know, I want to, I want to fuck you, I moment. Mm-hmm. And then Bodhi gives the old "Adios, amigos." And flies out the plane. <laughs> this literally jumps out of a plane. This movie was supposed to be directed by Ridley Scott in the first incarnation, so that may have been an artifact from legend <laughs> that made its way into this final cut. Are you serious? It, it really was supposed, this was to, be supposed to be by Ridley, Ridley Scott? Scott. Yeah, but everything okay, that's else a direct reference bullshit. to legend. Clearly. I don't care what anybody says. That's a direct reference to legend. But also, it's a direct but, uh, reference to Fortnite because Keanu Reeves. Dives. I'm pretty sure, like two and a half squares away from Tilted Towers. Yeah, Josh, bring the set up the scene <laughs> no, for us of no. the madness that ensues. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Patrick Swayze, adios amigos, right out, and like Keanu Reeves is just like banging around in the cockpit up above, like all hawking th- out, pissed off, and he just grabs this giant <laughs> revolver and pops out the window with no backpack. <laughs> Dude, it's so badass, though. It's pretty cool. He's like, it's really cool. And jumps out. (laughs) And then, as if you're pushing down on both the left and right joystick in Fortnite, he dives as fast as possible (laughs) and catches up to a cruising Patrick Swayze. Why was his first uh, thought not to just ask the pilot, hey, just land? Lower me down, guys. Yeah. (laughs) The pilot's not in on it. The pilot's reluctant to fly in the first place. The pilot didn't even want to go. Yeah, Yeah. he tries to get out of it multiple times. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. He's an FBI agent. (laughs) Pilot, fly your blades towards Patrick Swayze's parachute. (laughs) Taking him out. (laughs) Take him out like a goose. I got pumped during that scene, though, when he grabbed onto him. And Bodhi's like, are you going to pull it? And you let go of that gun. You can you can hold that gun if we both die. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but let's face it. That's the that's the most unrealistic scene in the whole movie. Is like yes, you can't pull your parachute thirty feet before you hit the ground. You will die. Their legs are both broken, and they may be actually dead. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, Johnny like re-screwed up his knee, didn't he? Yeah, but still, his I mean, even like fucked. an emergency. Even an emergency chute needs like 400 feet to open. I was doing some research. Okay, but this is a Bodhi demigod plus an all-conference quarterback. <laughs> I don't think this they're going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. He's got a buzz with me, though. Of their athletic ability. <laughs> who would, right, if you who think Johnny Utah is going to die from a chute that wasn't open soon enough, you're wrong. <laughs> I know. He didn't. You're right. <laughs> who would win? That man can survive anything. It's a national low treasure. open parachuting. But, it's a halo jump. Uh... <laughs> After they land and kind of do like this acme wrestle around inside the uh, parachute, um, car shows up. They drop drop off patty mayonnaise for Keanu Reeves, and Bodhi just drives off. That's a noble move and that's, for Bodhi, right? It was. He doesn't like violence, man. I was expecting Patty to punch Keanu right in the face. <laughs> Dude, she wanted <laughs> she, she wanted some him. Utah for sure. She said she was she sorry, was also, so pretty much. Yeah. I mean, just running across, running a lingerie across the desert for for Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Why is she then, sorry? What, what did she do? Keanu she Reeves almost shot so, him in the head, Pap. I guess, but what Keanu did was like a big dig. If he, Lauren he was, pulled a Karen on me from Goodfellas, like I would hope she'd apologize it someday. Keanu Reeves is literally celebrating that he found a girl whose parents died. <laughs> <laughs> All part of the job. She has every reason to be pissed at him. My parents live in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> but um, 
Then we get a significant time jump. And Pat, break this down for us. What entails after the time jump? Do something, brah! Special Agent Utah. I knew I could count on you. I've been to every city in Mexico. Came across an unclaimed piece of meat in Baja. Turned out to be Rosie. Guess you picked a knife fight with somebody better. Found a passport of yours in Sumatra. Missed you by about a week in Fiji. But I knew you wouldn't miss a 50-year storm, Bodie. Yeah. Too bad. You finally get your waves and it's totally closed out. Just waiting for my set. You gotta go down. You cross the line and people trusted you and they die. Yeah, it went bad. But real bad. Life sure has a sick sense of humor, doesn't it? Still surfing? Every day. Come on, buddy. It's time to go. Now you gotta go back with me. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. Yeah, so we cut to Australia right away, right? It goes right mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. right to Australia, and um, uh, Keanu Reeves. The knee is healed. Yeah, the knee is healed, um, and Keanu finds Brody on a beach, and Bodie. and, and Bodie. would have been Bodie. Sorry, it would have been set up at that party earlier, uh, the Hansel party, is that <laughs> Bodie was talking about. Uh, how there's going to be this 50-year storm that's going to hit Australia uh, in a year's time. So apparently a year has passed, and Keanu remembered that, and he catches him at the beach. Um, and then he cuffs him, and then you can see the... I don't know what they... I forget what the Australians call their cops. I don't know. They're not Mounties or... SAS, maybe? Bobbies. Bobbies, maybe? SAS. <laughs> but they, they're, they're on their way, and uh, Keanu lets him go to ride one last wave. Which uh, he doesn't do a very good job of riding. Much kills him. I think he committed. I think he committed suicide. Oh my gosh, I was so disappointed. I was like, at least but, let him ride down it and then crash. Have a wave crash on him, like as he successfully rode down a wave. But no, he doesn't even. <laughs> he doesn't even get started. He just gets destroyed by this wave. I told him, you go quietly. Cage, man. I don't care. You gotta go down. It's gotta be that way. <laughs> okay, man. Okay. I'm screwed. I'm gonna go to jail, and I'll pay if Johnny Utah gets this guy. Right? Good for you. That's real good. I'm gonna be a big hero now. But look at it, Johnny. 
Look at it! This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, man. Just let me go out there. Let me get one wave before you take me. One wave. Now, where am I gonna go, man? Cliffs on both sides. I'm not gonna paddle to New Zealand. My whole life has been about this moment, Johnny. Come on, compadre. Come on. Say he commit, committed suicide or he just fell. Fell. He talks about the party that he wanted, that he was going to die, that it was going to kill him. Like he kind of yeah. knew. So, because I just thought when he was talking about I can't live in a cage, you know that. I just figured he was like, "Fuck it, I'll end it here, riding this wave I've always wanted." No, no. When I was six, I definitely even caught on to that fact, and I guess like five or six years later, James Cameron in some like documentary or some. uh special bonus scenes for one of the Terminator movies was like, yeah, I guess I can finally admit it now, but surprise, he actually did kill himself kind of at the end. It's like, no shit. That's like (laughs) the whole plot line. (laughs) Is there any room to think otherwise? Like, what, he's just holding his breath waiting for the Mounties to drive away? Are they gone yet? (laughs) The Mounties. He's going to swim around the other side of australia and escape <laughs> keanu directly says he's not coming back as like the last line in the movie <laughs> to the joeys and then he throws away his badge and he's just <laughs> presumably I also, surf. Think, I also think this was keanu's first day of shooting because his line delivery of viacon dios is so <laughs> atrocious so strange viacon just dios. so odd it's like he was fighting an accent the whole time but uh, that is Point Break. Do you guys have anything, anything else to point out? Just to touch on something I said earlier, uh, technically, Blood Sugar Sex Magic in this movie came out the same year, but Point Break came out first. So Nice. That's, good. That's a good fact. Now, Higher Ground had been released, the sp- so they the were somewhat that, well known. The spark that yeah. lit the fire that lit the Maybe. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, Point Break <laughs> got famous because – I mean, Chili Peppers got famous because of Point Break. I got it. One could say that. One could say that. Nice. Anybody else? Dr. Cox has like one of the best one-liners where he's talking to Johnny and he's like, you're young, dumb, and full of cum. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody else think the end scene could have been far more effective if they didn't talk for like five minutes? And just They're best friends, out and Josh. just stared out in the. No. That would have been super weird. I thought super friends weird. talk. I thought man. they should have just started like cat and mouse, like fighting, and he should have been trying to go out onto the surf. I I don't know. I thought it was weird. They had. Uh, uh, 
Sarah. Just a little too much dialogue. You had to get some exposition. You got to get some exposition. Yeah, but his exposition was like, I'm like a world-traveling James Bond man now, instead of being like, this is why I'm not in federal prison. Like, I wanted to hear that (laughs) side of the story. Yeah. I, I think seeing I think Gary Busey perfect. die in front of you is punishment enough. <laughs> <laughs> the judge commuted his sentence. All charges dropped. Yeah. All charges dropped. <laughs> you served your time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gary Busey lives, though. Right, guys? Oh, poor Gary. Yeah. He, too. he mm. disappeared like a virgin on prom night. Oh, Jesus. Oh, That's shit. another line. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That one caught me off guard in the movie. I was like, oh, shit, Gary. <laughs> Who's ready for some trivia? Ew. Yes, yes or no's? Oh, n- oh. Comments? Well, I mean, this is definitely going to be all yes, but let's do comments and... <laughs> have, you, have you... I mean, Jode is like 99% no rate, so I don't know how you're No, this is that. a hard yes from Jode. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and do a com- last comments and yes or no's. Let's start with... Should we start with Jode? Uh... Yeah, it, it's a yes. Oh, I do think this, yes. th- this movie is wildly overrated yeah. in some circles by like what? middle-aged males, I think, that want to be surfers or something. I don't really know. Like it gets brought up on random like sports it's shows the Swayze all the effect. time. Yeah, no, I know it's the Swayze effect, but I think it's overrated by those circles, but it still is a like somebody earlier called it a B movie. It is kind of a B movie still. Um, and it's it's a fun watch, even though I've seen it like four or five times. Um, so it's it's a yes. Nice. Let's go to Brett. No, oh, it's, yeah, this is no. a yes for no. me for sure. Oh. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a yes. It's fun. Uh, it, I mean, Swayze. What can you say? I mean, Swayze. But I just think it's funny that they call him Ghost, and he was in Ghost, like maybe a crossover movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, then he also says something about Patrick's. He goes to Patrick's Roadhouse for lunch. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Plus, he had, like Stevie said, the exact same Roadhouse. But uh, yeah, it's definitely roadhouse, yes. Good movie. Day. Good movie. Good pick. Nice. Let's kick it over to George. Yeah, I want to give this movie a no so bad because he's been like ripping on all my movies lately. It's kind of Josh you is so staunch. <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> yes, it's just kind of irritating. But um, this movie is weird. It's it's a yes. I'll just give that away. But um, it's weird because it's known as a Keanu Reeves movie. I think mostly, but I think this is like the best performance I've ever seen out of Catch Patrick Swayze. At least my favorite. And I think Gary Busey yeah. actually really shines too. And I gotta say, I was not only was this my first movie that I saw boobs in and drugs and surfing, this is also probably the first time I remember thinking like that acting job was not very well done by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and no, I, it really is just Josh. <laughs> But I do, I do love me some Keanu Reeves. I think uh, that training scene at the beginning. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen that like GIF of Keanu Reeves where he's going through like it's like from two years ago where he's going through like it's like a full video. Yeah, he goes through like this range and he's actually doing that stuff with real guns and it's insane. And I feel like yeah, a lot of that awesome. action hero ness from him stems back to this movie. It's all that John Wick training. Yeah, man. It's, pre- it's pretty cool to see this movie after all these years. So uh, yes, a weird nostalgic pick that I did not expect from you, Stevie, because this is a little bit before your time. 
I'm a 90s guy, man. Yeah, you've shown that w- right. when you loved Mallrats so much. Real 90s guy. <laughs> Just a real uh, 90s let it guy. Go. Yeah, Mikey. Gosh. Uh yeah, this is a rock hard Patrick Swayze <laughs> dong. Yes. This is this movie is so entertaining and there's just like so many scenes that are so memorable, I guess. Like the football scene is so dumb and funny. <laughs> <laughs> the the chase on foot is really great. Um Keanu jumping out of a plane without a backpack, without a parachute is awesome. So dope. I just liked it a whole bunch, and uh, I think it's actually shot really well. I mean, it looks pretty good for, like, I don't know if it's considered a B-movie, but it's I pretty thought it cheesy. was a pretty high-production movie. Yeah, I mean, it looks really good, um, so it's a strong yes for me. $24 million budget. Nice. Last but not least, Special Agent Pappas, what you got? Uh, one line I think we didn't bring up is I... No, you want me so bad. It's like acid in your mouth, which is <laughs> pretty gay. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm just mesmerized by this movie. Every time I watch it, like half the time I'm laughing with it, half the time I'm like, this is such an obvious like. It's like the Top Gun thing where there's like these weird homoerotic undertones, but then like half the other time I'm like. <laughs> actually impressed by what i'm seeing on the screen so like in a way it is kind of i see what jordan's saying it was like a b movie where you're like kind of laughing at the movie shittiness but it also has this weird combination of being kind of legitimately cool so uh hard yes for me for sure nice and this is obviously a hard yes for me uh catherine bigelow is far superior director than her ex-husband james cameron uh it obviously shows in this movie Acting is great all around. I just like the shots of the surfing and skydiving, honestly. I was blown away by all those shots. And um, it's one of those movies where if it's on, I'm going to sit down and stop what I'm doing just to watch it. I love this movie. So It's on every Sunday, said, though. Rock hard. <laughs> rock hard Patrick Swayze, yes. Patrick Swayze dung, yes. So uh, Preserved. Rock hard Patrick Swayze preserved. What is your order for trivia this week? Uh, I can tell you I'm dead last. <laughs> Brett is last. Yeah, I don't know. I'm second to last. Jordan's third to last. Yeah, I'm after Pappy. J- Josh is I'm most recent. Los Angeles is most recent? No, Mar-rats. fucking Mallrats. Ah. The rape, we're the rape movie, remember? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Actually, no, sorry. It's Josh, me... Uh, Jordan, Mikey, Brett. What did you choose, Pat? I did Labyrinth. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay. Okay, so this week's trivia is about our good. It's, I mean, honestly, close everything you have. This is about our good and trustworthy friend, trustworthy friend Gary Busey. He played somewhat of a mentor in this movie, and he's played another mentor. In one of my favorite movies, Rookie of the Year. (laughs) Where he plays the -the over-the-hill pitcher that no one likes, Chet the Rocket Steadman. (laughs) What I need from you guys is to give me the number of the jersey that Chet Steadman wears. Mm. You can pick the same number if you want, because I do have a... uh, (laughs) I do have a... 
If you know it, that's awesome, but I do have a tiebreaker question. It's closest to, otherwise? Closest to, yep. Hmm. So who's Josh? Who's go? This is first. I'm going to go with my first guttural instinct, and it's 38, as weird as that sounds. 38 from Josh. Who's next? Pappy. I'll go 39. I don't get how closest two rules really applies to jersey numbers. Exactly the same as any other number. Yeah, what are you talking about? Closest two. (laughs) It's not not like if he didn't get number 38, he's just going to go to 39. Josh is just mad because I picked 39 right after you picked 38. That's cool. I'm I'm probably right on. And the next person is going to pick 40, Pap. So fuck you. (laughs) Interesting timing (laughs) on the complaint. Am I I the next person, though? (laughs) Yes. Uh, 29. Like 29. Interesting. I'm right on. It's probably like 69. That was my second guess. (laughs) Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to choose 69 anyways to go the high end, (laughs) so I'm going 69. (laughs) Episode 169, Incredibles. Brett, guess guess 27, please. (laughs) Sorry. 37, 37. Now, man, my original guess is like right in the middle of the top two, so I'm gonna go with that. Between say 56. Is that all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Who had 29? Me. Dang it. His actual number was 32. <gasps> Who won? Here comes another villain news. Jordan pick. was closest to. Okay. All right, well, we'll let Jordan uh, figure out what he wants to pick for next week, and let's kick it over to Spoiler Man. I like Stevie's reaction. Dang it. <laughs> Jordan won. So what was cranky. Jordan, what, what villain <laughs> yeah. movie are you, you going to pick? What's that? No, it's a I'll Western. Prisoners. Prisoners. Let's Let's Western. Western. I have a Western really controversial pick. Bonnie Young Guns. Plot. Young Guns, oh, too. No. <laughs> 100 Days of Sodom. Probably, Young probably Guns works. Dose. Extra young, extra guns. <laughs> Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review. Hi, and we're back. And Jordan, what uh, what odd pick do we have this week? So in the break there, I said that I had a pretty controversial pick and everyone was shouting out their guesses and no one guessed it. Um, I don't know if we've done this before, but we're going to do a remake straight away. I'm going to go to Point Break 2015. <gasps> no! I was, I'm not going to be on that. Oh, no. nice. Jordan! <laughs> I want to give it a try. I want to see what. That's see a great how, pick. See, see how we do this. That is. That's good God. stuff. That's God a great pick, it. but that's an instant. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. there's no Swayze. Mikey's not interested. <laughs> no, it's a bad movie. It's not good. Join us again next week for the shittier version of the movie that Jordan already <laughs> called a B movie. That is Point Break. Oh. Thank you for listening. 
May God have mercy on your souls. Goodbye. Starch, starch, starch. Starch, starch, starch. that was in there (laughs) james cameron's a freaking robot he is such a robot it's james james cameron america's pioneer (laughs) Uh, this movie makes me want to go skydiving so bad (laughs) it such a great part So who's all going to be on this one? I don't know. Brett's online. Oh. Hello? What's up? What's happening? Nothing. Just you? Me and Pappy. Ah. So far, at least. Ah, there's Mikey. So, Mikey, you got your mic back. Yeah. I stopped by Josh's and picked it up. I still can't tell the difference. I think you sounded pretty good for Incredibles 2. I mean, I can't tell. I I don't listen back to it. Why is Patrick Swayze so good in the 80s and 90s? Mikey, do you have any other tabs open? You're sounding all choppy. He is very good looking, Stevie. So good looking. Yeah, I uh, about 20 minutes in, I stopped, I asked Brittany, I go, you think he's good looking, right? And she smirked at him. She goes, yeah, he's pretty good looking. Yeah. Mikey. What? <laughs> Did you not hear me a second ago? <coughs> yeah, I heard you. I closed tabs. You sound better. You sound better. Who's echoing? Happy. My voice yeah, is not going, but that means I'm not the one who's causing the echo. Oh, that's me. Sorry, I gotta find headphones. How the hell do you make it in the FBI at 25? Top 2%, Quantico. He's also an all conference quarterback. Hey, Shane Falco is darn good at football. Yeah, but no one ever called him all conference. No one's ever said those words <laughs> to describe a college football player. He was all conference. I sure was they looking do. at Swayze's lips. It almost looks like they like ADR'd it. Like he may have said Heisman and they couldn't say that or something. And they had like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little fishy. Wait, he's supposed to be 25 when he gets into the FBI? What's the timeline here? How long does it take for law school? He's not a lawyer, though. You'd have to. I thought he went to law he school. He says multiple times he went to law school. Yeah, he went to law yeah, school. Yeah, but it could have been part of his cover, though, right? He's such a liar. Can't trust Johnny Utah. He could be, though. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I. He missed his window. It's been for being two a years. lawyer, though. Can't be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, sorry, 25, too old. And you lose your eligibility, <laughs> too. He's a, he's a uh, Johnny football, Johnny Manziel. He's 25 now and still trying to get in the, NBA, the NFL. That, was Nixon was... a staunch or was he a Democrat? Uh, he was a staunch was... Democrat. No, he, he was... was? No, he was a staunch. He's a staunch. Well, well, yeah, doing the math he, on Johnny, Johnny Utah, it doesn't add up. It means like... Well, save, save it for the pod. He's probably... Okay. Okay. Nixon hated black people. Boy, he's very staunch. Ronald Reagan hated black people. Very staunch. He's not a crook. Lyndon B. Johnson, was he a staunch? No, he was a Democrat for sure. Yeah, he was the one who replaced Kennedy. Yeah. Lyndon B. Johnson had a huge hog. Like to show it to everybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he took meetings on the toilet all the time. He's a weirdo. And Carter was a staunch, right? No, a Democrat, right? No, Democrat. Yeah. Just a, a humble man. peanut farmer. So we had two staunches and two Democrats. You're so stupid. You're so freaking stupid. What? Staunch means you're really in the, you're really something. So, mm, I don't know. Just whatever. I'll save my rage for when you rip on James Cameron. Brett, it's a joke. <laughs> I know, but I got to hear your jokes all freaking day long. You don't hear anything, Brett. You read it. You're right. I actually ignore <laughs> this. No, you guys are fine. Josh Sorry, sucks. Dear. This anti-immigration. God, didn't mean to offend you with human rights violations. Forgot you were pro cage, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that uh, I didn't want to talk to you guys. You guys are just not worth talking to about this stuff. (laughs) No, go ahead. Try and make a point here. (laughs) It's literally the same system that Obama had four years ago. He was terrible too. Yeah, he sucks too. Okay, hey, as long as he's favorite president, you know what? If you guys say that, I actually I have so much more respect for you guys. He ruined this country, bro. God, thank you, dude. I thought you guys were just like acting like he ruined this country. He's the most divisive president like a century. Super racist. Are you being serious? You messing with me right now? (laughs) I'm messing with you, dude. (laughs) He sucks. Hey, look, there's gonna be a a Roseanne show without Roseanne. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be called The Connors. Oh my gosh. Welcome back, Connors. Great, <laughs> great title. Is, it, is that what it's called? I wish, no, it's just oh, called man, The Connors. Oh man, it's a great it just says, It just says a Connor family sitcom minus Roseanne Barr. Oh, if it was called Welcome Back, Connors, I'd be so That would be so amazing. They should have just like kept the name Roseanne, but replaced her with Christopher Plummer. <laughs> that would be great. I should have made her a ghost. <laughs> Could be Bill Cosby Ghost Dad. Has anybody ever seen Ghost Dad? Uh, no, it sounds like a good pick. You should pick that. Oh, Is that like man. Shaggy Dog, but he's a ghost? He's Yeah, I mean, I guess. I never saw Shaggy Dog, but... It's a great movie. Like, he, like, is in a coma, <laughs> and he's a ghost dad. Like, literally a ghost dad. Shaggy Dog is not a great movie. I've never seen it. Great movie, Dog. No, it's not. (laughs) There's 
No way. <laughs> Starring Tim Give me Allen. the feels. Where he spells I, I'm dad in the in the um in the bowl of alphabet Cheerios gets me I, every time. I've never seen it, but I've just seen the fucking poster where they make Tim <laughs> Allen look like a dog and it's all it's you're the just best. Like, Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I've already seen this movie. And it's got, like, human eyes. It's really off-putting. It's like Tusk. I haven't seen that either. Who went number one tonight? NBA draft. DeAndre Ayton. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he good. Is Joe on here? Bulls pick. Grayson Allen. Just got picked. Grayson Allen. Oh, my God, did they? Utah Jazz. No, you have me like 21st. You went to the Johnny Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. It bums me that Johnny Utah played for Ohio State. Any other team, I would have a Johnny Utah jersey. Where, do, where did he play in the replacements? Wasn't it Ohio, Ohio State, State again? State. Oh, jeez. I wonder he if he's from Ohio. He shaved points in the Is Sugar he Bowl. He's got to be, right? No, Josh, we can't hear you. No, he's thought, from I Lebanon. he's Canadian. He's from Lebanon. Or Jordan. He's Canadian, but he's from Lebanon. Sorry. He's born in Lebanon. I mean, sorry. Keanu was born in Lebanon? Oh, yeah. Beirut. (laughs) Must be a military brat. He's a vampire. Explains the accent. No, he's a vampire. What do you mean, his accent? Surfer, bro? Dude, (laughs) he was fighting an accent the whole time. It was terrible. English, English, Hawaii. He was having an internal war with his words. Jordan. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Well, it's part Chinese and part Hawaiian, so. Yeah, he's had a terribly tragic life. Have any of the Ball brothers gotten drafted? Yeah, the other guy turned him away. I don't think they're season. ready yet, Pap, are they? I have no idea. I was watching their Facebook show today. Oh, Ball no. in the Family? It just like it like popped up on my TV as like a sponsored. Great show! Thing. It Great was show. horrible. <laughs> I watched like it was like a preview of it. Have you ever seen Keenan Thompson do his Levar Ball impression? It's hilarious. Very good. <laughs> when is well, Keenan going to win an Emmy? Hello. Hello. He's like it's like the glue. You hear me? Yeah. I can Who hear is you. this? He's been on SNL for oh, like Jordan. We can hear you. A longer okay. portion. Of I think that's Josh. He's the longest. Wrong. Fuck off. He's Stevie's the longest guy ever. I think it's like fourteen years, maybe. That's crazy. Seventeen. Who? That's got to be like, like the show more than half of his years. life. He's not that old. That's got to be like half of his life. He's Every, forty. He went straight from all of that to SNL. It's funny that him and Kel both tried out at the same time. Kel's addicted. What happened to that guy? Is he dead? No, I think he's still alive. I think he sells insurance now. Jordan, why are you so quiet? You're very quiet. Yeah. They were on the uh, Jimmy Fallon show together a couple years ago in a reunion. (sighs) Jimmy Fallon's such a bro. I love Jimmy Fallon, though. Can't help it. You like him laughing just for the just for the sake of laughing? <laughs> Some people are laughers, I guess. Did you like Conan at least? Oh yeah, Conan's great. Alright, good. Very nice. 
Brad, just be prepared. I'm going to you a lot tonight. I don't want to make myself louder. Okay. You already sound louder. Already? Yeah, this maybe, is this movie came out when you and Josh were in the primes of your lives. Just oh yeah, I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie quite a few. I've actually seen this movie at Josh's house. This makes way more sense now. Grab two. Give me two. Utah. 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 Hundred percent Utah. Good job. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. I'm so hungry I could eat ass the end of a dead rhino. <laughs> Say what you want about Gary. I'll save it. Never mind. I love Gary Busey. Yeah, he's great in like everything until he went super crazy. Well, he got in an accident then. Yeah, but that was in like the early eighties. Was it? Got Dane Bramage, man. Uh. (laughs) Was it a motorcycle accident or was it a car accident? I think it was a motorcycle. That's what I remember. But I'm looking it up right now. I thought it was in the early eighties, though. Probably just ran into a mound of cocaine and never came out of it. Probably ran into his teeth and suffered. 1988. <laughs> hey, those are good caps. Those are really good caps. <laughs> those things are scary looking. They have a life of their own. They stick out five feet in front of them and got a concussion on them. <laughs> Hello? 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 Did you say Hello? No, I said hello. <laughs> Sounds so far away. Now that we're here. Check it, check, 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 Mike. Check it, check. Whoa. Do you, have not, do you not have headphones in? Uh, yeah, I get headphones. <clears throat> Josh almost forgot to podcast without headphones. How silly. <laughs> Dumbass. Fuck you, Carolina boy. <laughs> oh. that Mikey's water heater again or whatever? Who's making smoothies? Mikey's skydiving. <laughs> Seriously, what is that, though? This is fucking awesome! <laughs> 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 Just no training whatsoever. Picks up skydiving. Wait, Mikey wasn't talking about the noise. <laughs> it's the same thing that happened during Labyrinth, right? Check, 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 check. Let's be in the basement. I don't remember what episode. Check. Check, check, check. Utah, give me two. Give me two. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Motherfucker. That's what they said in the remake. Does he use the same line as from that dumb uh, Tom Cruise movie that you guys watched? Legend? Yeah. Is that not dumb about that movie, Jordan? What I line? Never watched it. Steve, you Adios, gotta give that up, man. Amigos. Adios, amigos. <laughs> That's what Bodie says. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it was a reference to Legend. Mm. I don't think anybody's ever made a reference to Legend <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> in any movie. 
Because a reference to legend just means a reference to vague sci-fi fantasy. It's nothing. I would argue that it's like a devil, comic book movie in a mall. The devil in South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, is a clear <laughs> reference to legend. I'm reading some of these reviews from Legend, and they're awesome. Great movie, man. It's a great midnight movie. I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> Which cut? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all have shitty movies that we love, and that's just one of them I love. Everyone's got them. I guess mine is a comic book movie in a mall. <laughs> no, that's not a bad movie, though, so that doesn't qualify. <laughs> Or a shitty western with a white guy playing in the Mexican. Well, that was a... I took that on request, that movie. That person was so heartbroken. Scott Banner. Stopped oh, listening who, to the pod after that. That's, that's who requested <laughs> Ducky Sucker? Yeah. Oh, Scotty's the nicest guy in the world. That's sad. <laughs> Glad we could be doing that for him. Yeah, something about our westerns we really I was just going to say McGraw, McGraw quit after Tombstone <laughs> that's what that McMasters guy called in and bitched about so which one of you is McMasters Josh or uh, Brett I didn't even know what you were talking about <laughs> until you still, told me I, it's still Brett sounds like it's McGraw now yeah I, I asked him he said he had no idea what I was talking about which I, I actually believe that it wasn't him you asked You thought it was McGraw. You asked him. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that was way back when you guys start because you guys asked me on a podcast. Are you McMasters? I go, sure. You're like, who the fuck is that? I know. Now I know what you're talking about. But then, when you guys were talking about it on uh, chats one time, I asked him about it. He's like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. Are we going to like um... pod? No, ref. Well, yeah, but are we gonna rip into that Phil Mickholson, that Mason Mickholson? I don't know. If he's fifteen, I want to bully no, him too much. I'd rather. Well, I'd rather talk about the YouTube comment and then the departed. We're gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah, we can space out the comments. We don't want to do the whole Snowflakes got so upset at the N word. <laughs> He said snowflakes. I don't know what he said. That was a, that was Brett. Yeah. That had to be you. That was the heart. No, <laughs> that was Tim. <laughs> Tim's staunch, and when I golfed with him, uh, he told me that basically Brett was talking a bunch of shit about how we're talking about staunchers all the time because <laughs> Tim and Brett are staunchers together. <laughs> pretty much. Neither one of us are Republican, <laughs> but pretty much. What? Right. I guess it's a good time to back Tim out. Is definitely a Republican, though, right? He's mostly libertarian. And most he's libertarian in most things. He tweets a lot of Republican shit. I heard he's he does that. Age. He does that for one person and one person only. What does that mean? Don't worry yeah, about who, it. Who's that one person? Josh. What the fuck are you talking about? I hope it's me because I've had him blocked for like six months. <laughs> 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 He's really getting his point across. <laughs> I guess maybe 
that caught for him. For weeks, but, he's been yeah. saying, that'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully someone's running pot, uh, hijack, because we should air all, all that at the end of this episode. <laughs> oh, it's been going. Is it? Nice. Oh, yeah. Mike, you still here? Yeah. Somebody's got to calm us down. Yeah. Oh, are we ready? I don't know. Sounds like Jordan's ready. Stevie's the host. Uh, so bad. It's Deba. It's like he gets breath the whole time. Why? <laughs> no, that's my crutch. Is it? I found a key to Pappy. No, no, just, just spread it around, man. I got you. All right. Can we talk about pro cages? I will staunchly defend you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we bringing up that comment or not? Because then I gotta pull it up. Yeah, pull it up. We'll do it first thing. I think it'd be pretty funny. Actually, Stevie, it's nice to have a mailbag to toss to when you get exhausted as host. Just saying, <laughs> if you want to save it. I'm doing it now because I have nothing to go on, Josh. <laughs> Point Break predicted Fortnite. This is spoilers. What? Kind of Reeve. Reeve uh, Can you say his name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu. Keanu. Mikey. Zenu. What's our project right here? I got a 44 over one. Okay. A niner. Fuck you, Jordan. We, we used to always change it to 48,000. Uh, 48, we stopped. That's a Josh thing. I'm just just making sure I'm on the same thing as you guys. The Josh thing. My default is 48, and then I realized everyone else's default is 44 one. So I was like, mm-hmm. "We'll just do that." So I switch mine <laughs> and don't say anything. That's now. big of you. It's fine. Mm. Staunch 48. I'm just, I'm just explaining. The staunch 48. <laughs> <laughs> the contiguous staunch 48. <laughs> The lower bonus staunch. points. <laughs> bonus points. You can never use the word staunch to most in this podcast. <laughs> That's who wins trivia. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even trivia. If you say staunch the most, you win. <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous game. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Money, count us down. All right. Three, two, one, go.